saving money on everything for your projects. Now at Menards, we have it all for garden and landscaping essentials. Visit our outdoor garden center today and update your backyard space. Grid accents lattice panels have a timeless design with an innovative design that's simple to install and requires almost no maintenance. Say big on lattice panel options at Menards. View our entire selection of garden center products today on Menards.com. Say big money at Menards. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side stories. Yes. Oh, God. Um, I got to get healthy. This week, I'm getting healthy. (sighs) Yep. This is the beginning, man. I can really see you're getting healthy. No, I did not. Not now. I had had so many beers and McDonald's and chicken wings, and I had a hell of a weekend. Super Bowl weekend, man. Super Bowl weekend. Big weekend. People like it. People like that. They, They love their salt. Yes, and it, it was accompanied by Valentine's Day right there at the end. So it was like it almost fan- really helped you. Mentally. Oh, it was so nice. And th- thanks yeah. to everyone who posted their pictures of love. You're I welcome. I always love seeing that. It was great um, to see everyone's wives. I What am I supposed to do? Hard it? Like, it'd be like, that's a nice wife. I, I don't know so. how to react when that everyone means- is telling me how many people they're in love with. I don't know what to do. I feel that about pictures of children. Like I don't want to. I don't want to like. I don't want to heart a picture of your child. Like, Good kids. Nice. nice kid. Nice, nice kid. Um, I tell you what. I'm a victim of the deep state. What, what you're looking at? Apparently, they got upset about like which you because it, it, it was satire in my lovely post about my wife that uh-huh. you are sort of contractually obligated to do even though even if we don't celebrate the holiday. Well, you did don't believe because you posted it on there. You you posted because it on there again so I could see it and everyone else maybe slightly lonely could see it, but that's fine. Okay, you just need to try harder and you need to be better. Sure, but sure. Uh, the thing is, is that uh, you know you you feel like you have to put it up there. I did, and then I guess. Like somebody sent word that I might have like physically threatened Meryl Streep in the first post, right? What did you I say to Meryl Streep? I was trying to think, think of a funny thing, right? This idea of like, oh, my wife's better than any other woman in existence. Like Except I was trying to be for Meryl Streep. Come I was hyperbolic. No, she's fucking. She's she had it coming. Okay. And so she's standing over there, and I said, she's better even than your precious Meryl Streep. As a matter of fact, if I wanted, if I needed to drown Meryl Streep in gasoline and then right. set her body on fire, on if that fire. could make my wife smile, I would do it, right? And sure. I said, that's, that's funny. It's a funny bit. Um, I well. immediately was uh, threatened with cancellation of my entire account for uh, a violent rhetoric Against there you the go. beloved superstar. Well, see, uh, there that's what you get is, for doing this something. This is the deep so, state. Well, this is it my is mouth the being deep controlled. state. I am so sick of that. I have been in free speech jail for like fucking how many? Fifteen since the years. Off. Fifteen years. I've been years. in free speech jail, and honestly, for a while I got used to it because you can. I've been working of out. Of course, you get institutionalized. You know, yeah. you get, yeah, because you become more like, oh, I'm safer in here than out there. What's Absolutely. out there going to be like that? So right. honestly, just I had one moment of recess. Uh huh. All right. What it comes yeah. down to Meryl Streep's fine. Meryl Streep's got a phalanx 
of security. Well, right? She's even... got an army of women and Afghans with AK-47s on right. them to make sure that she's protected. People bringing her fresh flowers that has dynamite inside of it that she could explode at any time to commit suicide if she has to also destroy a threat. She's fine. She is fine. Welcome to Side Stories, everyone. I am Ben hanging out with Henry. Yeah, wow. Can't even threaten to douse Meryl Streep in gasoline and light her ablaze for the simple pleasure of one's wife. What is social media coming to? I agree. This censorship has gone too far. News at 11. I'm being canceled by myself. We have never gotten hired by anything. No. So we were (laughs) pre-canceled. And uh, that's fantastic. All the no's were like, I wonder why they said no. Turns out maybe someone did a search of our content and we're like, no. do we want to deal with that? No. Well, speaking of content, last episode, we did talk about a little dog. And we, well, well, we said it was a chupacabra. Well, we didn't know. We didn't, we didn't know. know. We were waiting it, for the test to come in. We did find out. I guess they had to do some scrape along its pinga or something. I don't know what you got to do <laughs> to make sure you don't know what the animal you is. Just in, take, um, you just take a little bit of its blood or something. Or check, sure. I don't know. You ask it. You put you show pictures of animals in front of it and see which one it points at. See which one it recognizes. Oh my god! Um, and they made a big deal about how mysterious this animal was, and there was no way they were going to figure out what it was. And it's a chupacabra, and it's a coyote. It's a coyote. Um, with mate. Yeah, it's just in that animal. And then we had a lot but, of people then also you know, re- write in because we asked, like, is it possible for a dog and a coyote to interbreed? And what would that fucking be like? And a lot of people said, absolutely. As a matter of fact, I watch coyotes fuck dogs every other day. Well, and, and that was, like, was a wow. little strange when they were too into it. But yes, that does turn out to be an actual thing. And apparently, if a dog and a coyote mate, they create a super cute little I forget what they called it. It's Coyopup? like a, yo, a Coyopup, or yeah, Coyopup? Coyopup, a dog, dog Yodi. Dog Yodi. Let's go with Dog Yodi. I like Dog Yodi. They make a cute little Dog Yodi, and the only thing that makes them slightly different than normal dogs is they're slightly skittish. Yeah. They're like, so isn't that fun? They're like a little Marcus. But, you know, and I'm glad. But now that that Coyote is now free. Yeah. It's walking around Pennsylvania where it shouldn't be because it's actually probably cold. very cold for it. And it's probably dead by now, mm-hmm. which is honestly very sad. Well, speaking of dead, I had a great weekend and I want to talk about. Because uh, you have one of those great fun weekends. One thing that must be nice about Valentine's Day as a sort of kick or a coda to Super Bowl Sunday is that you can really become a total unrep- unrepentant monster. For a full 72 hours, right? Sure. Well, especially if you don't have anything to do on Valentine's Day other than sleep and cuddle your dogs. Drive-by truckers. I had a chance to see them with Ed Larson on Friday. That was fantastic. And then I saw, oh, my God, Lucha Vavoom. If you haven't seen Lucha Vavoom, you've got to see it. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life live. We don't do entertainment. Our show sucks. They have burlesque. (laughs) People jump off of high points of buildings and Lucha wrestling. It's so fun. So if you have a chance, check it out. And of course, the Super Bowl was a great time as well. So I hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. But speaking of... Oh, wait. This weekend, too. No, before we get into any news, I Uh also want to say something that I told you this over text. And I wanted to talk about this a little bit on the show. Oh, this is actually... Hold on. A second, we need a bigger intro for this. Breaking news! Are right, here? You hear that sound? That's the sound of my hymen being broken. <laughs> Yuck! Because I was Yuck. leaving. Um, I was leaving a disreputable bar in Atlanta called Trackside, okay. and I was leaving. And yeah, I was tiny bit intoxicated, but I could have been way more intoxicated than I was. It was only eleven forty-five. Okay, so at this point, I am assuming because I've had you five are- drinks. 
You've had five Over drinks. About two and a half hours. Strong whiskey drinks, double whiskeys. Yes. You ain't driving. That's for sure. No, I'm not driving. But I'm your like, eyes but are working. Sometimes you can give the guy 20 bucks and he lets you do, do sit on his lap and do the wheel, which is actually really fun. Yeah. Um, you've hmm. never done that? No, it sounds like Grigor. a horrible childhood memory. No, my boy Grigor, he does it all the time. He's got oh. a really deep lap. Um, and he's some reason it always feels like I'm sitting on the stick ship. I, we were driving down the street. It's about 1145 at night and I am not, I'm not joking around. This is, uh, this is absolutely serious. We pulled up to a train track. More jokey when you try to be serious because it's called the curse of my life. Okay. So now my therapist hits me with all time being like, maybe you should change your tone. You say these things in a jokey way. Obviously you're in pain. And I'm like, you just fucking take your money. Take my money. Yeah, that's how all therapy meetings end usually. So let's just take my money. This is scary. Like, I'm having one. I'm having one. Okay. And so I I was at the track and I saw a circular globular object. I'm not, I'm dead serious. It was shape. It was, it looked like the only way to describe it was like a floating like, like, you know, in astronauts, when they show an astronaut to them, like, you know, squirting their toothpaste out mm-hmm. or like drinking their juice, how it floats like a little orb. Mm-hmm. I saw one of those go down the tracks, right? And enough so me and the Uber driver both Whoa. said out loud, what the fuck is that? How big was it? It looked like the, it looked like the size of a beach ball. Okay. And I know it wasn't a bird because at first I thought maybe that was like an owl in its reflection. It was still... And it moved really slow, sort of like bobbing, like it was going up and down, up and down, like it was floating through water. And then we pulled up to the train track and we looked down the train track and watched it go as it went down. And I was talking with my friend Madeline Brumby, who's she's with Shane Morton and all the like the other. Yeah, Madeline, of course, fantastic artist in her own right. Yes. And she told me, that's your ghost train. Ghost like, train. That's Whoa. really interesting because I know that train tracks. I know that train tracks are the actual like presentation of what you'd call a liminal space. Because nowadays the term liminal space is getting a lot of it's getting a lot of real estate on TikTok and all these things. But a lot of times they just show a picture of like an empty or gutted room and they say liminal space. It's like, sure. no, a liminal space is supposed to be in transition. And this is literally like a roadway, which is why a lot of times they say hmm. things like anomalous phenomena. Phenomenat. It happens at like crossroads and shit. Like that's why you hear all of these like folk tales about crossroads, train tracks, because those are actual traveling spaces. And so weirdly, huh. in a way, Whatever it could be is some sort of intelligence or something that sort of like either mocks or is a, is as of a result of well, us maybe, doing traveling in specific areas. Maybe it was Easy E going to hang out with his friends, Bone Thugs in Harmony. That is I'll a nineties reference. See, see on the other side, side the crossroads. By the way, that halftime, halftime show, show that was for us. That our was for our generation. One. Well, that is amazing. So, ghost yep. trains. That is a real thing. Do they house? Little ghosts in there. Ghosts on the move. Or are they going to a ghost concentration camp? Let's change it up a little bit. <laughs> you know what you can do with a human asshole? It is an amazing thing. In in yes. a jail, they, they, oh, it gets big. I was talking with my friend Larry Lawton. They they pocket it. They stuff it up there. It's You are it, the human body. What can't it do? Fly? 
It can't fly. Um, live underwater. It can't regulate its own temperature. Uh, yeah, no. it can't live underwater. Uh, you can't grow bigger and then get really small. <laughs> like, that no. would be cool if you could. But it can take a grenade up its up asshole. The asshole. This dude in Las Vegas, I'm going to say he was hammered. He mm. calls himself. You can tell it from his mugshot. Because well, his he's... mugshot, he looks like the Noid. Yeah, he's smiling and pointing to himself as if he's not the only one in the picture. But he's very proud. So he walked into this place called The Strat. And this is a building. It's in Las Vegas. Have you ever been to the Strat? No, I don't know what the Strat is. And I've been there either. multiple times. It doesn't sound like a casino. The Strat sounds like where you, you where you go make a billionaire come by stepping on his eyeballs <laughs> or something. So the dude, his name is Brian Gower. But don't tell him that because no. he goes by Joe Rogan 2.0. Yep. And what? what so That's walked. how he introduced himself. <laughs> yeah, because he so walked he, in. Um, I don't know why he was doing this. Because uh, I don't know why he did this. Because he said uh, he threatened to blow up the casino at the front desk because they said he had a grenade up his asshole. This was what he said, though. He said he said that he had a grenade up his asshole and he wanted a fart. So that's mm-hmm. gonna that's well, but oh, well, does I, does a fart? The fart doesn't even put the grenade. That doesn't do anything unless you have the pin in your finger. Right, you have uh, one of those. You know, with it has like the like when you hold the trigger after you pull the pin. You know what I mean? Like, I have never done maybe. it. No, have you ever done that? Not yet. When have you ever been given a grenade? No one will let me have one. I remember one time, and there was a place called uh, in outside of where my parents live in Florida, the Ocala <laughs> Flea Market. Was that the? I forget what which flea market it was, but they that sold awesome. live grenades. They wow. had them because they called them vintage, but the guy was like, the best part about this is that we can get going. He's got active dynamite inside of it. And I was like, oh, cool. You yeah. die here. I have no idea how to handle this. This is so great. With no training at all, I'm going to buy None. this for a dollar along yes. with a Hershey bar. So I'm going to sell that TV pitch. <laughs> yeah, finally. <laughs> so, well, that, you know what? You bring up a good point because sometimes you have to raise awareness to yourself. And maybe mm. you do that with a firearm busted into a uh, dude. That fucking, I don't know. That Tindler Swindler dude, that guy that would like is a part of this documentary. You know, he's yeah. he, he loves bombs, unfortunately, vulnerable women. Um, a lot of them are. Um, I haven't heard I'm too much say about they put this. Put out there. It's a documentary on Netflix, and it's basically what he does is he meets you, he susses out whether or not you are uh, as gullible as you can be, and he figures that he's got that kind of sixth sense for it, and then he takes you all that you're worth. Like, he uh. basically goes through your whole life. He systematically destroys you. He makes you take up this one woman, took out 250 grand worth of loans. Jesus. Um, it was absolutely on, on his horseshit saying, like, you know, he said he he was like the son of a billionaire diamond heir. Dude, well, then why like am I giving magnate. you money? It's all fake. It's all absolutely fake. And well, uh, people just already are so desperate and so lonely. You you know, Kissel, that they'll do anything for love. Yeah, I certainly went uh, not to steal a line from me, love. I certainly wouldn't do Won't that. Won't do that. But um, yeah, he's a, but he's like on the verge of getting right back into it because he only had to serve a couple of years in jail. Tindler Swindler? Yeah, the Tindler well, Swindler. don't fucking date the Tindler Swindler. The he's Swindler. He's trying to come back and oh do, my God, do a like podcast his- and do a television show. I think his dick has a little hook on it, and it's just ready to swindle more money out of women's vaginas. They love well, it. Speaking of swindling, isn't that what acting is? So yes, Brian it's Gower, just again, it's Joe, just Joe Rogan 2.0, he said, this is when he was being interviewed by the place. He said that he was an actor trying, to raise, a, trying to raise awareness of bomb attacks 
And then, wow. he, then he spoke more of Joe Rogan and Kim Jong-un and said he had been in prison for choking out his ex-wife after she got upset with him for thinking about mass shootings. Wow. I don't. What happens in Vegas sometimes travels all oh, the way trickles. to a federal penitentiary. Uh, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. That tagline was created by a fed. It yeah. is so you think that it won't, <laughs> but it definitely will. And then they come and they scoop you. This guy was, uh, he's crazy. just fucking internet poisoned. Uh, yeah. He really believed that he, I guess he, I think he was just full of shit and he was angry at the world because he's low T. How angry do you, no, shoving a grenade up your asshole is a high T move. No, you'd be the opposite. No, he has a full head of hair. This is the problem. You, these are these okay, low first T of guys. all, that is these a low small, that, by the way, that theory it is a theory, working theory, when it no, comes man, to low No, man, look tea. at me, dude. I'm high T, bro. Look at... Uh, yeah, uh, fuck, come, shit, <laughs> steak. <laughs> you sound like Alex Jones now. I wish. Uh, well, this man, he claimed that his lawyer was Saul Goldman. Of course, he's not a real character. No. And also made comments made about up. the Illuminati. So it seems like, let's just say, he had a small mental break, and it went about as well as possible. Is there such a thing as... We'll talk about this, uh, and you know, we're talking. You will talk about this a little bit on uh, on top hat. I'm certain, and like the idea of like what happened with Q, how it kind of started as a LARP and then became right. real, and then like there's to me like a, yes, sure, he might have a, had a quote unquote mental break, Maybe. or is is this stuff that he hears sometimes, which is also fine. I'm not saying it's about incendiary talk or whatever. It's not about censoring, but it's about like no, this it's about idea the of, incendiary like, device in his asshole. Yes, but yes. what about the guy's hammered? He uh and he's he's hammered and he hears a bunch of shit that instead of it like it's not that he's went crazy, it's that it's like now he has permission to act a certain way because he felt that now that this thing's out there to talk about, like it's like funny to do, and that he is almost doing it in a meme-like fashion. Mm -hmm. He's doing it to go viral in a way, but then it yeah. ends up being a real federal crime. I think you make a very solid point when it comes to people thinking that if it's if it's done in plain sight that means i don't get trouble for in trouble for it because i'm famous if you think that's true check out the tiger king who now has a movie based on him or a tv series and he's yeah. still just rotting away in jail as carol baskin i don't know celebrates the murder of her husband for another year it's crazy they went to go revise his fucking his term limits or whatever the, the amount of time he was going to be in yeah. jail. They only knocked a year off it. Yeah, dude. He's it's, dumb, He's man. not doing well in there. No, he's going to die in there. Live from your grave. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it, but guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put 
photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse picks. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse picks over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Well, Kind of sticking in Las Vegas and sticking with Henry's previous conversation about what the fuck is that shit? Slime, 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 It's back, baby. Slime's is- back and it's better than ever and it's making people sick. <laughs> so a mysterious liquid was seen falling from the sky over a neighborhood in Las Vegas. Uh, it was an eastern neighborhood. People have been perplexed by these brown and black droplets that have been falling on their properties. And no one has any idea what they are. They've been seen on cars, RVs, basketball courses, the whole thing. So I, what the heck's going well, on here? It's happening in East Las Vegas, which is interesting because also like I watched some news like reel about it. And it's the it's the this is where things happen in Vegas but they stay in Vegas because you Hometown get buried Hometown Vegas. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is real Vegas, right? Yes. So when you go here, like, no one will talk on camera. That's how you know it's real Vegas. Is I that, love it. No, none of the witnesses will talk. But what they're saying is they're not getting any messages back from the FAA. They've been talking to the, they've been asking people what it is. And they're coming so out. Weird. And there's one man basically said, it's coming in waves. He's like, you go outside. And it seems to be, he says in his mind, he, he says it's being propelled by the wind. Okay. But it's coming from one direction and it's getting all over his cars. People are not being able to like do things like barbecue outside. They said that Aww. they try to do a barbecue and literally this gonk 
came from the sky, no cloud in the sky. It's not like it's it's some form of like a you I guess it could be a faint chemtrail, but I don't know what the the what they're doing with it yet. I don't know what it's supposed to do, but it's so, it's covering things in this droplets and the, of this essentially slime and no one is telling them what it is. No, Marcus Cervantes. Uh, yeah, he is the one who's been seeing it, or everyone has, but he's been talking about it for two to three to four weeks. He says it could be grease, oil. I don't know. It's very hard to maintain his vehicles, though. And because of that, a lot of people are wondering, as Henry points out in his alien segment, what is that shit. No one knows if it's harmful. Um, I'm going to say don't like go outside and open your mouth to the heavens and be like, oh, this is fun. Because it can't be good. No. But he it's says, not IPA from no. God. You know oh. what I mean? Like, if only. But no, this guy, uh, you know, what's interesting, though, is that, you know, where it's close huh. to, obviously, the open airspace where we test all of our top secret uh, technology, right? That's, so once does one that make footage, the housing does that make the housing market more or less expensive? I, you know what? I don't, I don't know. I actually think I, I might know. make it less because it has to be super far away from any normal airport, and it's out there. Like they, they specifically like will put it in a place that's really hard to get to. Like right, and then to, like once every three months, they're like, well, yeah, the pricing is pretty good out here, but once every three months, there's a new biological weapon, and it just kind of breathes through, <laughs> but don't worry, you're the test market, so if you live, just think about how much you're saving. Think oh, about absolutely, saving. and you get the insurance payout, I'm certain, oh yeah, I bet, oh, they definitely yeah. take care of you, but there is footage that someone showed of two stealth bombers, like those big, scary yeah, stealth dude. bombers, just like flying super low over the planes, going to wherever the landing strip it is that they go to, so I could, you know, I would not be necessarily surprised if this is not something flowing out of the back of an airplane accidentally, or is it for real? Because also, Wait, we just tell, covered- Hold on a second, we got all these stealth bombers, you mean to tell me it's as simple as like, when you go and you gotta put the gas can back on after you cool <laughs> off? You think it's that? Like, I got I this extra no gas Oh, gosh darn it. Well, I don't know. We just covered Operation Sea Spray, where they literally sprayed people from ships and they covered all over people. We yep. just covered, uh, we're going to cover next week on episode three of MK Ultra Woo! about the further uh, biological warfare that we uh, tested in Antigua. Like, this is a shit that, uh, that yeah. does uh, t- t- does happen, and it's the reason why um, your uncle's going insane right now. <laughs> Well, it really does. Also, we won't get into it too much here, but I'm sure we will in the future. The war zone. Again, there was a mysterious uh, aircraft that was spotted Dude. over Area 51 at, at Area 51. That's really freaking trippy. And uh, we're about to see what our new tech looks like soon. Dude, we are going to see don't you over think, the next. Henry, don't you think like this is a leak story, too, right? Like they didn't yes. just magically find a picture of this. Like this no. must have been a slow release for the U.S. military to be like, get them ready for the new shit. They are actively waiting and yeah. and ready and now building things to go in the sky that will look like UAP so they can now blame the UFO craze on people seeing new shit in the sky. And it's also going to, in a way, what it does is create a psychic support for new weaponry in the sky because what it does is say like, oh, well, you better figure out something to fight these damn aliens. They're going to come and they come. You know they're going for my precious wife. They don't come for my precious wife. <laughs> they and might like, be. Uh, but, you know, these guys are fucking it, it's very interesting to see what kind of moves that they're going to do, because I feel like we're going to they are they are really the CIA and these various black ops companies it's, are so excited about how insane everyone is right now because they can do anything. There's a lot of money to be made there. You know what would be nice when it comes to planes? 
more bathrooms. We have not seen an increase in plain Seriously. bathrooms for 50 fucking years. We know the human dump ratio is going up. It's getting, it's People going need up. to piss now more than ever before for health reasons. We understand that. Can we please, God, just a couple of more bathrooms on the airplanes or just make the seat a toilet. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know how you fit in some of these. I was in a, when coming back from Atlanta, I was in the small, my knees touched the door. You know of what? The airplane bathroom. If my knees touch the door, I'm allowed to keep the door open. Now we're all in the bathroom. <laughs> and now we're all in the bathroom, baby. We'll- Sorry, we just turned into an uncle corner. Um, I want to talk uh, about this other story. Now, what if, what do we tell you? All right, this is really important, especially if you're a person organizing some kind of protest or something. If you talk to someone on the internet, oh, they be very are careful. a what? Not an assassin. They are a police uh, officer, right? Anybody go. that you speak to, that you have, you just shouldn't you you should assume that if you are talking to someone who you cannot see their face, they are a member of the government trying but to Henry, flip you into doing something. Your husband died 10 years ago. You're finally getting back out there. I know. And then know. all of a sudden, you realize you, it's once the trust is shattered, it's difficult to get it back. And this story, it doesn't Kissel, necessarily you just like told, rebuild Kissel, it very well. Kissel, you know what we need to do? What? An eat, pray, love that takes place around the insurrection. It's about a woman. <laughs> Finally, be finding love. Like she's so excited, there and was, it takes her all the way to January sixth. There was a date we covered this on top. There was a woman that was flown there with a dude. Like the dude flew her out there, and he broke up with her there at the insurrection. That's and the then fun. she flew back alone. Isn't that weird? <laughs> anyway, but never trust anything. Apparently, anything. that's what but, we're learning. So this is actually the even the opposite of that. Then sometimes, if you meet someone and they tell you they're a cop. They're not one. It's, oh, man. You know what I mean? Sure. So this is this story is wild. This happened in Portland. Aww. DA imposter tricked a woman into bogus training program, right? Oh, be very, very. We're none of us are Will Smith in Men in Black. Nobody it's thinks never that we can them. do anything. It's never that. Okay. So this dude, right? A man named Robert Edward Golden. He was uh, outside of the Portland Art Museum, and he was with a young, unnamed woman. Because okay. she hasn't been named in any of this because they immediately, which I would say is actually probably good of the cops, that they assessed her out as being, she knew that she was not the problem. It was Well, the she guy. may have, it sounds like we'll she may there. be trafficked or something. We'll I find mean, out. Who we'll is find this out. young woman? Um, so they found out, they basically saw this guy, he was a silver Dodge Charger. Again, cops don't drive a Dodge Charger. Mm. And they said they saw a guy that was out there, like, and uh, he was, he had his back of a car open and there was a tactical vest that said DEA police on. And their vehicle was completely outfitted with police lights. It was around the rear license plate. It was inside the front windshield, right? Dude, that to me, as we've talked about many, many times, what is scarier than a cop? A person who wasn't capable of even becoming a cop because these people pull you over. They are serial killers. It's so scary. Yes, it's really scary. It's really scary. And that's why always ask for a badge number, even if it's fucking rude. Always ask for fucking badge number. Oh, yeah. Yeah, always. Um, uh, now, the surgeon, the, so the cops, they looked over, they went to go talk to this guy. Right. They said that they noticed that he had a gun hanging out from underneath his jacket. And so when he removed, and then they, they they gave him the gun, it was okay. Turned out it was a replica, with, but it had live bullets in it. So it had real bullets and a fake gun. And um, then the woman- Wait, they, what? Why? Yes. Does that mean, what does that even what he, mean? 
I can see it because it's him with the woman being like, we can never be too careful. I got these hollow points. And then he shows her the hollow points, right? And then he sticks it in. Cuts to the woman, right? They ask the woman for her credentials. And she's just like, yeah, right here, I'm DEA. She flashed a badge, an ID card, purporting to be issued by the DEA. And then they went through his truck. They found more holsters, another tactical vest. And then they found a rifle, an AR-15 rifle, which turned out to be what? A BB gun. A was BB fake. gun. I'm going to say, no at, least not, at least none of it is like, at least he doesn't have real guns all over the place. True. Getting ready to do something horrible true. with them. Yes, yeah, so this is true. This is just fantasy, right? The guy who had the fucking brass fucking balls to tell the cop we're feds all right we just got don't worry about it got more i got all these police equipment in here all this stuff in my house you can come by i can show you all my ids and shit the, the cops are like okay sure we're just gonna go and let's ask the dea themselves right we're just gonna bring yeah, you yeah. over to the dea sure they hand them over to the dea and guess where you never want to be in the hands of the dea if no you could be in one no definitely not you don't want to be there, right? And then they, they 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 gave him a DA, and he was like, "Oh fuck!" He then said, "Okay, listen." While the woman's staring at him, this is all cosplay. It's cosplay. We're having a cosplay time. We're doing cosplay. Cosplay only counts if you're a big titted woman in a Power Girl costume. Right? Also, not dressed as a out- centaur. That's cosplay at Comic Con. You don't just yes. do it. I mean, you don't just That's do it out of your random library. Officer. That's not cosplay. It's a personating police officer, right? Um, and then he said, listen, his, his thing is, he said, this is a direct quote from Golden. My thing is, is I didn't want anyone to bother me or this woman in and around our apartment complex. And we feel that the fake DA items provides us with protection. Uh-huh. And that um, my thing about the red and blue interior lights in this vehicle is that it helps me get through traffic faster. <laughs> well, you know what, <laughs> sir? I um, Yes, You're you correct. are correct. It is also <laughs> exceptionally illegal. Uh, Golden said he had previously acted as a police officer to break up a fight by shouting, quote, <laughs> police! <laughs> so he's going to end up dead is what's going to happen because, again, he's not a real cop and no. someone is just going to beat the living shit out of him and then uh, he'll, he'll bleed out on the street she also apparently was completely confused by the bus because i guess they really just thought there were larping cosplay anywhere she told the agents that she was a dea agent in training and was also attending school for criminal justice All taught by him one-on-one <laughs> i don't know why i mean this poor woman and she said but i met agent anderson Agent Luis, Agent Garcia, and Ms. Bennett from the DA, or she talked to them, and then DA says, we don't have anybody of that name here. And then she said that she was going on ride-alongs, which also, like, they say the DA said, we don't do that. We don't do ride-alongs. That doesn't make any sense. Now, is it my—according to this article, I don't believe there was any sexual funny business. Well, they said that they were trying to find out what the actual nature of, of the train. relationship. Yeah, yes, the quote because training is. I could see the baton training going I've seen either some, way. I've seen or, some training videos, and you, I tell you what, you can really believe that they can get a grenade anywhere absolutely. when you see some of these training stuff. Well, you don't these have These documentaries. Even, absolutely. You can put a grenade a whole series of places, as we've already covered. But I do wonder if this was just courting gone horribly wrong by two people who have no idea how to be normal. 
it's just like you can kind of see this is going to be a movie. This is going to be a movie one day Could be. because you can really see this guy like trying to find his way around, like obviously obsessed with the cops, very similar to right. David Berkowitz, John Wayne Gacy, BTK, obsessed with the cops, wants to be one, probably fed this line on a date with this woman or me- maybe meeting this woman. And then slowly but surely, like because then, he, you know, I bet what c- can even happen is that she gets super serious about being a cop. And he was like. Oh fuck! I'm now got to continue this game. I got to go get all the stuff and all right. the gear. I got to roll up, and then slowly but surely, she's probably she's like, he, maybe he makes a move, and she's like, I just want us to stay professional. I feel like it's really important for us to fight crime, and he and he has to be like, yeah, you're you're right, you're right, and then all of a sudden, you're just deeper in this bullshit where you have to fake. <laughs> teaching her like how to handcuff people even though they're covered in lube i'm sorry i almost let my balls get in the way of criminal justice meanwhile then you have you have gone so deep into character that you forget that you were never a cop to begin with and now you are just training this woman because they also used to approach homeless people and try to get all of these confidential sources the cis and all that kind of shit (laughs) but like too and it just makes no sense they're just out there doing uh, nothing no there's a lot of mental illness within the homeless community um I just, it reminds me of like when you dream and you dream you're at work and you're like, (laughs) and you wake up and you're like, I could dreamt, I could have dreamt I had eight dicks and I was flying in a unicorn, but anything, it just, if you're going to cosplay, it's not real. Why not just be a, 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 I don't know, a Renfair king? Be a wizard. Be a wizard. Like why cosplay as like a DEA agent? Because DEA agents cosplay as like little gimps on Saturday as they wear ball gags and cry. Like no one, this isn't fun cosplay. This is just someone else's job. This is a job. And it's, you know, like, yeah, I guess it could be a very exciting job, but I also feel like, uh, Mostly number not, one, though. you're an asshole because, because number one, you're fucking, you're busting drugs, which is just like, what are we doing here? Well, you know, fentanyl, point? you can bust, bust some fentanyl, save bust some Bust the fentanyl. There. Leave my well, weed they, alone. They leave the weed alone now. I hope. I hope. But, you know, then, you know, watch me get fucking next thing, you know, DEA truck just fucking <laughs> going through my whole house. Yeah. Um, uh, but it's just it, it, it is weird. I think that the wanting to be a cop and and not fully going through all the process, I can kind of see the attraction. But wouldn't you rather be like a stormtrooper? You could also be be sexy cop then. Be Ooh, like, yeah. I don't know. There's just so many. Just cosplay as Judge Dread. Anyway. Cool. That's cool. I think so. All right. Well, speaking of cool, people love their games and they like to play this game on their phone and it's called Wordle. I have heard of Wordle. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm one of those contrarians that I don't do a thing when everybody's doing the thing. Like I wait till years later Mm. and then do it, which is why I've just discovered this new game. Have you heard it? It's called Sorry. Must be Canadian. So this <sighs> woman was held. So a woman. So, but the nice thing about Wordle, it, it brings people together. Okay. Sure. So this this woman, she was held hostage by a dude who was naked, and she mm-hmm. was rescued because she failed to send her daughter her daily Wordle score. Dude, it was honestly she did such a good job. She was eighty years fun, and she figured out a way to live. She really did. Denise Holst, she was fast asleep. This is a fucking nightmare. Denise Holst, fast asleep. All of a sudden, Sunday night, uh, she found herself in a nightmare. This dude was standing by her bed, holding a pair of scissors. He initially slid into her bed next to her. And then he said he was not going to harm or molest her. But it's also like, you got to go, dude. It was really scary. But then what she did was she she, she well, got into his head. She was like... 
you're scaring me with your scissors. You're scaring me. And so he's just like, I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm sorry, ma'am. And but, he put the scissors down. And, and then, then he barricaded her in the bathroom. He's like, but it was weird. It was like, it was oh, kind of weirdly like he kept her safe from him. Well, not like, really, because he also drug her around the house and no, he disconnected all the phones. I'm not saying like good for him. I'm not saying like, yas, you gabba. You didn't fucking rape her. Get back. No, no, he fucking like, I know that. He did bad. Yeah, he committed a crime. Oh, yes, he did. And then she's like, I'm going to need my medications. I need need some food or whatever. And then um, Holt said. He got her her meds. And then he said, you're the captain of the team. I'm just a teammate. You run the place. I'm the running back. And then he bought it. It's crazy. She said, I don't want to die like this. And I don't want my kids to hear that their mother was murdered. Oh, my God. And there's no telling how Holt uh, might have remained captive or how long, rather, if not for the concern of her daughter who lived 2000 miles away. So the daughter was like, yo, mom, you're slipping on Wordle. What's going on? And uh, so Holt told the station, I didn't send my older daughter a Wordle in the morning. And that was disconcerting to her. I just have to say this. My, I don't, sadly, my parents would be dead because <laughs> I don't have, if your mom, yes. like, is there any, like, is there a thing that you do with your parent every day where you're like, I got my 10 a.m. wordle for mom? Like, I don't, I, I'm, no, I think it's very cute that it they have this cute. relationship and it saved her life. Yes, but it is, it is hard to do. Uh, you gotta, like, I guess it's good to keep in touch with your parents. You gotta make sure that they don't get held hostage. I know my mom goes for the full frontal assault. <laughs> so I feel like she would have kind of either escalated this to murder or she could have beat the man because the man wasn't yeah. that big looking. And I once, my mom is five foot tall. Now probably about five four foot, eleven. Five foot strong though. She's yeah. she's a uh, an Italian five foot. She's pure tit fuel. <laughs> she's mean about it. Physically, she's very physically very strong. Somehow, like she can hurt me. You know. So I feel like yeah. She's no, your mom. Very- your mom. It would be. It would be the closest to throw mama from the yes, train if like yes. the burglars took over your house and then your mom would be like, just fucking, yeah, why don't you just fucking kill me then? And then they would fucking be like you, so freaked out. They would be so upset. You and my mom would be the ultimate weapon because if you could pick up my mom and throw her into a fight, because I really, really, if she had the momentum, because then she'd be like, hey, down comes the hammer. Here comes the hammer, hammer, Linda. And like just come in and just start swinging and like just start kicking and, and punching. She's indiscriminate about what she does when it comes down. When if, her, if you get between her and well, chicken parmesan. Yeah, once the Zabrowski starts spinning, I mean, you yep. just got to get out of the way and wait for it let to stop. Let him go to sleep. Let him, let, let him sleep. sleep. Because there's any way. So um, play Wordle or something. Have some connection with your parents because you never know when a naked intruder is going to end up at their bedside with a pair of shears threatening to kill them. So anyway, that's just kind you of a fun know. thought. You don't yeah, ever know. And, you don't um, ever know. And also, I think it's important to remember when this comes to hostage negotiation. Bring them in close. Bring them in close. Yes. Bring them in close. Because then it's hard for the beginning. You create like a fake the Stockholm syndrome. Good then call. you get them. Then you get them. Absolutely. Live from your grave. All right. Well, speaking of bringing them in close, let's do Hero of the Week. Yes. Hero of the Week. All right. This week's Hero of the Week is video games. 
Interestingly enough, I, the average, so the just the art form of video games. Well, I think it's interesting because we know social media is anti-social media. Hello, <laughs> come on, thank you. Somebody said it. Tears people apart. However, video games, on average, Americans have made five new online friendships while playing video games Absolutely. over the last eighteen months, and I think that is a good thing because um, you know it could be a lonely world out there. And it's I nice think video friends. games are a little bit better than even like fandom places or like like you know like internet blogs. I feel like that's at least there. You're actively working towards a collective goal, and you're having sure. fun doing it, and you meet people that are uh, with your interests. Absolutely. So the survey had it was 2000 adults. They said 39% saw an increase in online friends. Aside from friendships, nearly half of the gamers believe it's important. And 43% have dated someone they met online. So video games, especially World of Warcraft and other games like that, are bringing people together. People, politicians, uh, religious zealots, um, everyone always tries to shit on video games. Did your fucking parents, do your parents tell you that video games are going to rot your fucking brain? Well, it actually turns out to be the absolute uh, absolute opposite. It's good for brain growth in children. Of course, not to be totally addicted. And I'm not even talking about this metaverse bullshit. That's not a video game. That's not a video game. We need to attack the VR sphere. I mean this. I really do. While I do believe that artificial intelligence should be given a shot to exist, I think that we should be figure out a way for us to work like cooperatively. Like that should be a thing. Like they should help us be able to populate the universe and we should help them by giving them the gift of laughter and uh, teach them about tits. I think that would really help them and how great a pussy is. And in the metaverse, no one has legs anymore because everyone was Gang uh, assaulting each other. It's just all dumb. It's the dumbest shit. But when it comes down to it, we need to, if your office wants to do the fucking VR helmet thing, you need to attack the servers. Take out the servers. And I don't mean the waiters. The waiters are blessed. I mean, you go down to where the computer servers are and you take them out, pour water on them and be like, I don't know what happened because we can't get here. No, absolutely not. Especially now that people are air quotes working from home, but then they're like, why don't you do it in the metaverse? And you're like, why don't I just commit suicide? So also when it comes to video games, people often play with their, they, they real world passions come through. So if you like racing games or boxing games or simulation games, you have a good chance to meet someone who also likes that stuff. And then you can meet in real life. So there you go. Video games. I love driving around, picking up sex workers and beating back my back of my car, taking the money and then driving to get the car painted so the cops don't find me. GTA 5. Do you remember? Of course I remember. Do you remember when that was everyone's favorite thing? I and still, how scary that was? It still is everyone's favorite thing. But it's but like, I mean, the game, it does like, I mean, like when people are just like, I remember when people first told me about that game, the first thing was like, best part about that game is you can kill a woman. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, I thought that it was about the missions and the, all the fun stuff you could do. I'm like, I do yeah, know. I remember what was good about that game. I definitely know that I've matured because I I finished the entire story of GTA yes, 5. that's how, that's how I, you know you're an adult. Before, I never was able to get like four feet without being like, I just shoot that guy. Yeah, well, I'm going to shoot that blah, guy. Blah, blah, and yeah, so I was actually able to follow one linear storyline <laughs> Which is remarkable, but I never, I never actually, I don't even know where the uh, sex gals are there in that game. I've never found one. I don't know why. Uh, We'll get there. I'll show you. Oh yeah. We also have a Mayo fight. Do you remember the Mayo fight update? Did you see? We had a listener who knows the lawyer that's involved in the Mayo fight. Do you remember we had last week about the Wisconsin, the guy who put Mayo, he said that he put the Mayo in his food. He didn't. He said he put the Mayo on his jacket, but then he said, definitely it was washable. It was a washable jacket that he had gotten from Target. What the fuck? Yeah, man. Oh, still. 
It's all about mayo. It's just still all about mayo. It would have been anything. At some point, yes. that man was going to pop off and go He crazy. was looking to murder somebody, and that was the final. That was his wow, final excuse. Oh, weird. Okay. Here we go. Here's some uh, listener emails. I have a weird ghost story for you boys. Woo. I work in a funeral home, so I run into weird situations every day, but this one really takes the top. This week, I got a call from a woman. Now, she told us that we had cremated her husband a few years ago. Now, these calls are fairly normal because she could have needed more copies of death certificates or an obituary, etc., blah, blah, blah. Okay. Now, this woman then asked me if we were sure we cremated him. Now, I was confused because I'm pretty sure when you put a body in a box and you throw it in a 1,600-degree pizza oven that that should have, you would have had the answer, right? Right, right. So I look at our records and I assured her that, yes, her husband was in fact cremated, thinking maybe she suffers from memory loss, you know, something scary. And then she said, then why does he come into my room every night without pants on? Now, I don't know if this is funny or not. I don't know if this is a person making a joke or not, but this is a really funny thing. So I was too stunned to speak. She then went on to tell me that she that sometimes his ghost comes into her home uh-huh. and slaps her awake with his flaccid ghost <laughs> penis and that it scares her. Now, I had no Wait, idea what to tell this poor on. woman. What's happening? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I know what you tell this woman. And I told her the next time, maybe she'd ask him to stop or maybe for the, the, hey, you know, maybe give me some consent. And then she asked me if she should leave some food out for him that maybe he would stop. Oh, and I told idea. her that her dead husband's not a dog and maybe she could leave him a snack on her side table or whatever. Um, I feel like maybe something else is going on yeah, in here. Uh, it could be. Maybe she's being drugged. Maybe she lives in a nursing home and there's a, uh, and one of the... <laughs> Employees yeah. is doing uh, something horrible and she's chalking it up to a ghost so she doesn't have to realize the fact that she's in a... Um, uh, she's a been left and her yeah, kids have gone gonna... forever and they're never coming back. Yeah, right. I yeah, mean, or it is possible that her ex-husband or, I mean, I'm sorry, her deceased husband is coming back to finally do what he always wanted to do. Or it's Slap a man in, in a ghost costume. Or it's a man in a ghost costume. Yeah, there's, all, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff. Either way, I would do a checkup. Yeah, what, I what, get, what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you I don't do? know. You know. I don't know. I missed that scene in The Exorcist. When, uh, no, you don't. Well, you remember the being like when she's fucking herself with the crucifix. It's fucking, It's kind of fun. Yeah. I work out of storage unit for part of my job. The building has a front gate and two entrances, all of which require a passcode that stops working after 10 p.m. I often stay later since I'm already inside and I'm usually the only person in the building. But tonight I was working late like usual, but I felt something especially and settling for some reason. Hmm. So I, I I kept seeing shadowy but distinct human figures in the corner of my eye. But when I looked, there was no one there. I shrugged, figured I was just exceptionally tired, and I kept working. Sure. This is where things get interesting. Five Night at Freddy's. That's a good one. It's scary. The lights work on motion sensors and go dark if you stay in one place too long. The lights turned off, and as I got up to move, I saw that the, the hallways where I had seen figures... We're all still on. Now, I know no one else could have come in since it was after 10. Now, I'm sufficiently creeped out when suddenly more lights are turning on, like someone was walking towards me. Uh-oh. Now, I'm scared shitless. I look up and I head for the freight elevator only to find I was it was already open as if it was waiting for me. Great. Ghost elevator. Sure. I saw the last figure as I was heading for the automatic doors. 
Now, once I got to my car, I took one last look back yeah. and I saw that they hadn't closed, like something was watching me from the doorway. Now, I peeled out through the gate and I saw the uh, doors slowly close. Whoa. And so he doesn't fucking know. And so he's okay. saying he, he thinks it's shadow children. You know what Ooh. I'm thinking? Unfortunately, which it does seem to happen, sometimes homeless people will stay and live inside of a storage unit because it's temperature controlled and it's a whole, only 150 bucks a month sometimes. Will right? you so, say this as if you and I haven't actively spoken about this as a possible plan for residency? Of course. Because I, I remember mean, in New York. The, yes. Like, it is do you remember so, that? I was like, what are we, we like? What if we just do that? Like, what are we doing? But then uh, you do realize it's um, you know plumbing and a lot of, of course, things. Yeah, but then you go you to the YMCA. What you do is you go to the YMCA. You have a membership of the YMCA, and so, right. so you can get your showers and you get your bathrooms. You can live your life, and then you go live at the storage unit. That's where you keep your various collected stuff, and you do all that kind of shit. And during the day, you work at a Fortune 500 company. You're a podcast comedian. Like there's so many <laughs> things that you can do during a time right. period. And uh, question: What's scarier? I would rather the ghosts. I'd rather much, be ghosts. I would much rather the ghosts because yes, you don't know because you'd have to be pretty hard living over there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but that's that's my stories for this All week. Right, We're going to come back because I got some good shit. Inside stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. I've had some people reach out about being a part of what they consider to be. Now, I, obviously, this is very sensitive for a lot of people, but I got some really interesting emails of people saying they have been tested on while working for the U.S. military with various okay. chemicals. And if you are a person that has had anything like this, I would love to hear from you and know kind of like what you went through. People talking about getting uh, derivatives of scopolamine tested on them. A lot of times people saying that they've worked in parts of the U.S. government where it's almost like their specific boss is interested in this material mm. and they are kind of subjected to it without the knowledge of maybe the rest of the extended armed forces. So it's like, I want to know whether or not you've experienced these things. Obviously people are going to send it. We might get some cranks in there. We may, might get people saying whatever, you know, might get some jokes yeah. up in there, but Who I knows? find it very interesting to see what they subject our boys and girls to overseas. Absolutely. Uh, it, uh, we got to treat people a little bit better. That's what I'd say. And take care well, of our military our, uh, members did, when they come home. Especially, um, yes, because they get no aftercare. And it's no. honestly, if we're going to treat them like robots, they should just all be robots. Don't make people into robots. There's well, no we, point. We saw that they do have that unmanned uh, helicopters now. 65. So. Oh, yes. It's 65% automated yes, now. Yes. War without any possibility of casualty. Who knows what that'll lead to. But anyway. Then finally, war can really be talked about how it's just to support the stock market. Great. I can't wait. Isn't that fun? We could really just really just make it be a video game. Where we, yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. E-War of yeah. us versus them. So like just fucking real. like live your life <laughs> knowing that if you're good at video games, you could be a general one day if you, you want to. You are being recruited. Be careful Actable. also. Drone War, that uh, or Dirty War, that great doc back in the day. Anyway. Oh, yes. Um, love the fact that everybody said, oh, you can barely move your feet because you've mountain dude yourself to the chair. Well, guess what? I'm in World War III, baby, and I'm getting the purple star because I fell down in my home on the way to my working station when I was trying to do my my robot soldier shift at 4 a.m. And that's how you can get it. You can get, oh, you, you can get a purple heart from home. Type 2 that diabetes is going to be a new purple heart. All right. But then you know what you won't do? You won't laugh. 
sitting around with your boys like Tennessee, Michigan Jake. He's from Brooklyn. You know what I mean? Those funny things, all those funny bits. We can go there like smoking weed out of a fucking shotgun barrel because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the only thing you got. Listen to Jimi Hendrix. I know it goes on a war out there. Yeah. All of you guys all uh, making love to each other and listening to CCR. I know Absolutely. what's going on. Well, you know, unfortunately, the people in Vietnam didn't get to enjoy much of the music. Hmm. All right, everyone. Well, thank you all so much for listening. We hope you're doing well out there. And we're super excited. The 21st of this very month, yes, we are going to be yes. on Sirius Radio. We, uh, we want to say cannot th- wait. Thank to, you guys uh, so yeah. fucking much. Join thank us. You guys. Fashion Talk, 5 Fashion. p.m. PST. We don't know exactly what how it's going to roll out from there. We're now this is a big experiment. Seamless, Henry. It's seamless. 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 I will say, for those of you looking for new video content, you will be getting new video content. And it's looking like, now they might they might call me wrong after this, but we just got approval. We might be doing video episodes of Side Stories for our Patreon. So yes. you might get to see some of just, just some of the off-the-cuff just beat a fly on the wall. Just you should be right there. It's like you're right there with us. And we're really excited. I don't know when that's gonna start, obviously, very soon. We gotta introduce uh, smell o vision. Yeah, you can really smell my Dracar yeah. Noir. Whoa, cool. But then also Z2. Check out Last Comic Book on the left to pre-order that. It's yep. coming out sometime in the next couple months. Um, and Soul Plumber, you know, and get all that kind of shit. And t- stay tuned for MK Ultra Part 3. Absolutely. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for all your support. Hang in there. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magustalations, everybody. Hail my. Hail my. Boy. Get that grenade. Out of your ass. Oh, I thought I was just sitting on an orange. <laughs> this show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Hey, 